This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, episode 178. Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly motivation and language learning tips to help you become fluent in any language. Now, here's your host, Ollie Richards. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. How are you doing today? Hope you're having a great day. I am loving this weather in the UK at the moment. Well, at least in, in London, it's warm, it's sunny, it's 100% full on awesome spring and it's just fantastic. Uh, we've got a question from Brazil today, but before we get to that, I'd like to thank the sponsors of the show, the company that makes it possible for me to keep speaking the languages that I've learned. It is, of course, italki, and you can get a free lesson with a native speaker teacher by going to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash free lesson. Now, without any further ado, let's get into today's question from Rafael. Hi, Oli. Uh, I'm, I'm Rafael from Brazil, and I have a question about how to speak without hesitation in a foreign language. Um, I've been learning English for one or two years, uh, and I can't, I can't understand what they, what they say. But when I try to speak in in in, in English, I get I get blank, and my mind gets blank when. I try to speak in a foreign language. So how can I improve? How can I avoid this in a foreign language? And great podcast, man. Keep going. Hey, Rafael. Thank you very much for a cool question. I hope you are doing well in Brazil. I haven't been to Brazil for a long time. I'd love to go back. Um, hesitation, right. Now, everybody hesitates. It's completely normal, and it happens for two reasons. The first possibility is that you don't have the vocabulary you need to say what you want to say. The second possibility is that you don't know how to express something using either uh, the, the grammar of the language you're learning or else knowing just the, the kind of native-like idiomatic way of expressing something. So it's either the not having words or it's not knowing how to express something, the way to put the words together in what order. Now, it can be for other reasons that you could be nervous or you might be unsure about your own thoughts, for example. But linguistically speaking, it's because of those two things. Now, it happens to everybody. It's completely normal. And the the basic answer is that it just kind of... You hesitate less over time. <laughs> Because the more words you learn, the more familiar you are with how to express things in English. The way we start sentences, the way we convey ideas, the, the way that we uh, react to people and agree and disagree and so on. The more familiar you are with these things, the less you hesitate because you just know how to say something instinctively and you don't have to stop and think about it. Hesitation is just it's just buying time. You're stopping to think about something. But like anything, it gets quicker the more you do it. So the number one piece of advice for you, Rafael, is to speak more with native speakers. Practice English more. Okay, if you are studying hard at home, but you're only speaking English once a week or, or a few times a month, it's simply not enough. Because one thing is actually learning and studying, practicing grammar, learning vocabulary. Another thing is actually going in front of you know, face to face with someone, having to put that into practice and recall all of those words when you need them, uh, you know, all without panicking. All right. So there is a big distinction in language learning between 
the study and the actual practice of speaking. Now, the the good thing about just diving in and speaking more with people is that you learn stuff at the same time. So by spending a lot of time speaking, not only do you kind of just get more confident and better at speaking in general, but through trying to speak, you learn the words that you need. You know, if when you have trouble saying something, the other person might tell you a word that you need. You might listen to them speaking to you. So you might learn things from them. But generally, you know, one of the big uh, sort of general principles of, of language acquisition is this idea about a um, an information gap and the need to speak. Okay, so when you speak to someone, you need to communicate with them. You feel that need. You have you have that need because you need to talk to them, right? And it's the fact that you need to communicate that forces you to look, to, to kind of push yourself and speak better than you might otherwise be able to. So speaking with people, especially at your level, Rafael, because you, you already speak good English, right? It's just a matter of becoming more confident, more fluid. So when, but just by speaking regularly you're going to very quickly improve and start to hesitate less. But at the same time, um, that's not enough by itself. You need to increase your vocabulary quickly. You know, when you were sp- when you left your question, for example, there were um, a couple of points where y- you were hesitating. And the only reason that you're hesitating is because you're not quite sure what the correct word or expression is. So you've got to systematically increase your vocabulary, which means as you have your speaking sessions or your lessons or as you're studying with your textbook you you need to make notes of the vocabulary you come across and then sit down and commit them to memory okay you have to spend time actually learning vocabulary the other thing i'd suggest is that you focus on full sentences so don't just write down and try and learn single words like i think one of the things that you were trying to say in your question was to draw a blank to draw a blank in english is is when you try to think of a word but it just disappears from your mind. You can't think about it. It's drawing a blank, right? But instead of writing down in your notebook, draw a blank, try writing down the full sentence. So I always draw a blank when I speak to someone in English and then memorize that sentence. Because what you're doing then is you're always practicing speaking in full sentences, which means that's going to help you get over the habit of hesitating because you're just used to speaking in longer sentences. The thing that you practice, you will get better at. If you practice single words, then you will always be thinking in single words. If you look at my my flashcards, for example, I'm, I'm a big fan of flashcards. If you look at my, my flashcard decks, you will see tons of full sentences because I like to display the English side of the flashcard and then try to remember how to say that entire um, thing in the language. It uh, forces me to put together a full sentence and speak more fluently, and that reduces hesitation. Also, make sure that you're spending more time with the whole language, okay? Now, the whole language means not just doing grammar and vocabulary exercises in your textbook, but actually spending time reading and listening to real English. Uh, There's loads of places you can do that. I have a book of English short stories for intermediate learners, which might be really great for you at your level. Rafael, you, you can get the audiobook for that as well. And with that, you can simply sit down every night and read in English, listen along to the audiobook, and you're getting exposure to the way that English really works, real language. You've got a story there and a plot so that you're kind of motivated to, to keep listening and, and, and keep reading so you can find out what's going on. It's the, the whole language and this is one of the things that 
um, when you get to this intermediate level, you really have to start doing more of. When you're a beginner, you have to do exercises and um, tests and things like that. But when you are at an intermediate level, the only way you can become more fluent is by spending time with the whole language, reading and listening to real English. The other thing you can do to help with hesitation and to improve your fluency is to start to learn and memorize longer pieces of of language. So try learning a monologue or a speech. You know, for example, the question that you left, it's fantastic that you, you know, you have the courage to leave the question uh, for me on the podcast. That's brilliant. One way, the next time you do that, one way to potentially practice that would be to write out your question, have someone check it so that you know that the English is, is correct and then rehearse it and practice it lots of times. Not because I need you to to deliver a fantastic question on the podcast, but because when you learn something and you practice it, you get the, as we've said before in the podcast, these glimpses of mastery. You get to feel what it's like to speak in fluent, perfect English because you've memorized, rehearsed and practiced it. Okay. I sometimes do this with much longer things. I might, for example, learn a a long self-introduction or I might talk about a particular story in another language and I'll write it down, I'll memorize it. And that really then helps me to, to, to just have this experience of speaking more fluently and hesitating less. You might also try shadowing. Now, this is not something that I like very much. I find it really boring, but some people love it. And shadowing is where you play a recording, an audio recording, and then you read aloud from the, from the transcription at the same time. So you could even do that with this podcast. You could play the podcast, look at the transcript and try and read along at the same time at the same speed as me. Uh, that It might be a bit hard, but with my, my short stories book, for example, that would be ideal because it's much more controlled. Shadowing is a way to keep you speaking. It gets you speaking at real speed without hesitating. Uh, it's a slightly different skill, but some people really enjoy that. So those are lots of ideas for you there, um, Rafael, to to try. You're doing a really good job. I think for you now, it's just about speaking as much as possible, like multiple times a week, growing your vocabulary so that you have the words that you need, and then also spending more time with the whole language so that you just get more used to the way English works. I hope that was helpful. If you'd like to ask me a question, please do. You can go to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash ask for that. And at the end of every episode, I'd like to leave you with a resource of some kind on the topic of the show. And one of the things I mentioned in today's episode was my book of English short stories. If you're learning English and you are a kind of intermediate or upper intermediate level and you enjoy reading, then you might really like this short story book. It's got eight stories which are really, really engaging and interesting. Everybody who reads them uh, writes to me and says that they really enjoyed reading them and they really wanted to know what happens at the end. So if you'd like to get that, you can go to Amazon and search for English short stories for intermediate learners by Ollie Richards. I'll also put a link to that in the show notes so you can find a link there. And you can also have a list of all of the tips I've given to Rafael here along with the full transcript, so you can even try shadowing if you want to. You can find the show notes and all of that stuff at iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash episode 178. Thank you very much for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.